life is precious and beautiful. And here we are experiencing this classroom, this journey against a supernatural backdrop that is disguised from view. In this podcast, I am exploring all things mystical and poetic and exploring how to live our lives in a way that is here on earth and engaged and yet always beyond transcendent. This is in the world, not of it. Much of spiritual work involves a search for identity, a search for who we really are, a search for authenticity, a search for that sense of meaning and purpose that can only be found by being in touch with our core. Today in this episode, I want to talk just a little bit about the relevance of the Enneagram work. Since it is such a big part of the work I do and the way I teach, I thought I'd say a little bit about it. One way of looking at the Enneagram is that it that they describe the nine types of the Enneagram describe nine disguises, nine masks that the soul wears. So we could think of this uh, as a, uh, as it was recently called a prison of disguises, that our Enneagram type is a disguise, uh, concealing our true essence, concealing the, the natural design of our soul. In many schools, the Enneagram is taught as a personality typing system, and that has its own use, it has its own utility. But when I use the Enneagram, I'm using the Enneagram to help the person I'm working with unmask these tendencies of the ego to lift the disguise, to become unconcealed. One way that we can describe the Enneagram types is that they are ways of adapting to the world, that they are models, strategies that we adopt in order to be able to not only survive in this world, but to gain some kind of sense of security, some kind of sense of uh, love and approval, some sense of authority and autonomy. And I use those phrases specifically because the Enneagram details those three drives specifically that are our primary drives are drives for control, drives for love and acceptance and drives for uh, security, safety. So if we look at our disguises as being techniques, strategies to gain those three things, we can start to understand that our Enneagram style, type, what I often call a fixation, is really more an adaptation than anything else, a, a mask we've learned to wear to try to succeed in this world. And what the Enneagram is brilliant at doing is detailing the ways in which those strategies basically are not serving, that they're not working. And this is a difficult thing for most people to, to, to really see and comprehend because for most of us, our Enneagram fixation is a successful adaptation. It allows us in some way to be successful in the world or to survive or to feel valued or loved or approved of or 
to feel in control. And so the, the notion of relinquishing these strategies can be very threatening because it, it can feel when someone's doing Enneagram work that they are relinquishing their very sense of self. Um, and that gets into a whole deeper category of experience and unfolding. But it's useful to understand that the Enneagram style that we adopt is who we are not. So the Enneagram work that I do and good schools that I know of, they're teaching individuals how to come into accord and alignment with what is deeper than personality. And our personality is welcome. Our personality is a, a brilliant feature of our being, but it is not who we are. Uh, and the fixation that we adopt is not who we are. I make a careful distinction between those two things because two people can have the same fixation, the same strategy in life, but have very different personalities. So this is important to understand with the Enneagram too, is that the fixation, the typing that we play out is a fixed way of being. It, it, fit, it goes by certain laws and rules, uh, very predictable ones, honestly. And our personality is unique. That's in how we dress and how we speak and the things we enjoy. And those can be very different from individual to individual while the fixation of the type is the same. So when we start to understand that our fixated ways of being are very predictable, very patterned, um, we start to see that the personality fixation, the, the Enneagram type, is really just a set model for being. And so many people become disillusioned in realizing that what they thought was so unique, so individual, so uh, uh, authentic, is really just a predictable pattern. This can be disheartening for some. But the goal of being in touch with what is deeper than the fixation, what is closer than the fixation, the goal of recognizing our essence and all that goes with it is the prof profound work that the Enneagram points to. Sometimes it's useful to know that while our fixation is not who we are and the patterns and strategies that run it are not who we are, these patterns and strategies do reflect in some way something within us that is truly genuine and, and truly core. So one unique aspect of the Enneagram is that our, our fixations are in some sense a facsimile. In some sense, they are an imitation of something that is very real and very true within us. And for example, uh, being a type five on the Enneagram, uh, there's a propensity that I have toward... Um, intellectual knowledge and understanding, philosophy. I can dive very deep into analytical thought, which is in some ways a strength and in some ways it's a, you know, a, a curse, an obstacle, a pattern. But if I look deeply at this fixation, this fixated way of being and the, and the rewards that it can sometimes get from the world, I can see also that Deep down, it reflects an innate intelligence, an innate knowing. 
that is not intellectual and is not about information or books or philosophies, but it is deeper than all these. And so, very basically put, very simply put, the fixation, the mask of the intellectual at type five is concealing a deeper intuitive knowing that is present to the soul. So in this way, each person on the Enneagram, no matter their type, does have a pure, true, clean reflection within them of the soul, of, of being that is, that is real, that is true. And much of the work of the Enneagram is peeling away the mask to come into contact with what is true. And that is only knowable, that is only experienceable through doing that work genuinely and going through the experience of relinquishing these patterns and strategies as ways of being and coming to that, coming to the core recognitions of who they really are. There are elements of that that are individual and there are elements of that that are universal. For example, within every soul is good. Within every soul is love. Uh, everyone has the potential for peace and joy and freedom. Those are universal qualities. The way that those express through a person's life is unique and individual. And that's what's really beautiful about the Enneagram work is that it presents this possibility of living these universal qualities in very unique and individual ways. But that can only be done when we have shed our fixated ways of being, the, the techniques and strategies that we are using to try to be those things, to try to be those expansive qualities of the soul. In this way, the ego, the personality, the fixation can never achieve the soul. It can only imitate. And so the challenge that uh, we are faced with in doing Enneagram work is to, to be unconcealed, to unmask to unburden ourselves of these patterns and strategies which seem to serve us and yet uh, hide our true essence. The ultimate goal with the Enneagram, as with any type of spiritual work, is to come into deep contact with the essence because our essence is what fulfills us. Our essence is what germinates creativity. Our essence is what expresses connection and love. Our essence is what lives with wisdom and discernment. All of the things that we truly long for are found in our essence, not our fixation. So as you approach Enneagram work, consider this, that you are working to become unconcealed. And the work is not hard work, although it has its challenging corners, the work is a joy for anyone who's truly willing, willing to lift the mask, anyone who truly wants the truth that is within them. When we see the truth within us, it is liberating, absolutely liberating. And our desire to continue our fixations and strategies simply wanes 
in the beauty of that realization. <laughs>